want to start it? How do yeah, we start? yeah. Welcome back to the BioMeans Scoop. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about today something that I think we know a thing or two about: how to grow a longer mane and tail. We were talking about how um, we don't know why we haven't made a blog post or a video or anything about this yet, but it is, believe it or not, a question that we get asked a lot: How do I get a longer mane and tail for my horse? I guess we just kind of assume people know well, we've been doing it long enough and selling the product long enough and growing manes and tails long enough that we kind of just assume people know what biomain is and what it does but yeah yeah that's not necessarily the case which we love yeah because yeah because if someone comes along doesn't know what biomain is sweet it's a great opportunity to let them know about the product but how do you grow a longer mane and tail um i'm gonna cover Let's cover the probably the main points. Mm -hmm. If you were to outline it, it would be nutrition, mm -hmm. maintenance, nutrition and maintenance. Really, mm -hmm. it might just be two main points: are nutrition and maintenance. People will say, and I will too, that genetics play a big role in it, and there's no doubt. Like definitely, if you've got a a, I'm trying to think of like a metallic cat type stud mm -hmm. or a metallic cat type bred horse that doesn't necessarily, or a peppy sand type horse, bred horse that doesn't necessarily grow a lot of hair compared to like a Wimpy's Little Step bred horse. You know, there's there's huge difference genetically in in, in natural growth, right? Yeah. Um, so those come into play. And I think, uh, you know, in our, kind of our branding, we have, uh, Chrome and AJ and Fancy, these horses that, um, you know, at least Chrome for sure, Chrome grows and Fancy on their own grow a lot of mm -hmm. mane and tail. But I think the best um, kind of indication of what Biomane does is through all of the user before and afters that we post, you know, because yeah. there's everyone that from, you know, um, these Frisians and Gypsy Banners that have you know, a ton of potential to grow mane and tail on their own. Like Biomane helps them in times of drought. And, and um, then you have horses, maybe Appaloosas that don't genetically grow a lot of mane and tail on their own that Biomane helps them as well. So I think Biomane's claim is that your horse is gonna grow healthier, um, thicker, you know, longer manes and tails than it could on its own. Um, and that might mean something different based on the horse. Yeah, based on the horse and the pedigree and that. Um, which isn't saying if your horse genetically doesn't grow a lot of hair on its own or doesn't grow much hair on its own, Biomane can still help. And let's put in a plug about the Appies, the Appaloosa yeah. horses. Yeah, we're excited about that. I got an Appy horse that we'll show you bits and clips of him along the way, but we're going to grow a ton of hair on this horse. We're already... Like he already is growing. He's a three-year-old. He's already growing a ton of hair on the product, which I'm stoked about because, and we've had, if you go through and look, yeah. look through our Instagram and Facebook and all of that, any of our social platforms, we've shown appies that we haven't personally owned. Appies that users have owned and use the product on that have grown a ton of hair. And I'm stoked to have gotten one ourselves um, that we can be doing our own trial with yeah there's a uh, this 
account on Instagram that tagged us at Appy Oscar. Probably not gonna be able to see it, but um, anyways, go check at Appy Oscar out, out on Instagram. They're someone that has an Appaloosa that's been feeding the product, and they've seen, I mean, an amazing difference, especially in the tail. Uh, he had a tail that was really short, um, and now it's almost dragging the ground. So cool. And um, there was a there was an Appy horse here locally that a lady um, just across town. This has been three, four, five years ago. Yeah. I wanted to try it on her app and grew a ton of tail. Yeah. So Biomed's going to provide the nutrients necessary to basically help your horse grow you know, better hair than it could. Regardless honestly. of genetic makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not saying that an appy's going to grow as big a mane as like a wimpy's bred horse, mm-hmm. but that horse can grow more hair on Biomane than it can on its own. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nutrition and maintenance. Nutrition is feeding the horse biome. Yeah. Now, that being said, you've got to be you got to have your horse on a healthy diet. Like you can't be feeding marginal crap hay and biome and expect for that horse to be able to grow as big a mane and tail as it possibly can. Yeah, it's not going to happen. The nutritional needs of that horse need to be met, and you need to be. People need to be realistic in in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to have a healthy horse. You've got to be feeding that horse healthy, feeding him as much as he as much as he or she needs. Uh, you've got to be meeting those nutritional requirements, right? And as well as feeding biome. Maintenance. That's the biggest aspect of it, in my opinion. It's extremely easy. You're feeding your horse once a day, anyways. I mean, twice a day, anyways. It's really easy. One out of those two times to feed that single scoop of biome. Yeah. That's the easy part. The maintenance is what sets aside results, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The people that are getting great results, they're not feeding more biome. You're feeding the same amount of biome, and you don't necessarily have a horse that grows more hair than anyone else. It's that they're maintaining that hair properly. So what does that entail? Um, keeping the mane and tail clean. I personally recommend keeping the mane and tail braided. Mm-hmm. keeping the tail on a tail bag which leads to a lot of questions that we get concerning braiding like well my horse doesn't need his mane braided i don't like it braided if it's braided and he rubs he rubs more out all good valid points all true the reason i keep tail uh manes braided the reason well let me go to tails the reason i keep tails braided is so i can keep them in a tail bag yeah summer months winter months i don't care when it is especially summer and warm months when the flies are out that horse is swishing their tail non-stop right that tail bag is what's taking the beating that tail bag is what's getting beat up and and hammered and abused where if you weren't using that tail bag that tail would be being hit snagged wish swished out caught on on fence and pulling that hair out there's no point in feeding that horse biomane the nutrition it needs to grow a long tail if you're allowing that horse to swish its tail out. Yeah. And along that line too, we get a lot of people that maybe contest to the use of a tail bag because a horse obviously uses its tail to swap flies. But a couple points on that, like one biomane and feeding biomane and using a tail bag is for people that really want to have um, a longer and fuller tail, you know? And so if, if that's the case, if you really want that, then sure that, I mean, one, the horse is going to still be able to 
Well, that's defend that's itself what I was flies quite a bit, just as easily as it could with that tail in the tailback. Exactly. I mean, out of the tailback. That horse, the tailback doesn't prevent a horse from defending itself from flies. It's and, 100% can. And the other thing I was going to say too was that you know if if you want to have the good looking tail that you are hoping for like by you, the product. yeah by feeding biomain and using the tail bag and following our routine um you i mean it's going to be worth it to you to take some other steps to minimize flies in your your place uh, yeah. with fly sprays and, and other things like that um but anyways that's just as an aside you know some some pushback i guess some people give us about using the tail bag. yeah i don't want to use a tail bag because they can't swap flies sure you can yeah and you're not tying his tail up you know, you're not tying his tail completely up and short to where he can't move it. Mm -hmm. That tail's still on that tail bag, and it's still the length. I mean, you've still got the full length. Yeah. Um, Which I think maybe is a valid criticism if, you know, traditional tail bags, uh, unlike the one that we sell, you know, they do kind of constrict that tail a lot or do shorten it up quite mm -hmm. a bit. Um, you know, you see people that wrap them and I can see how maybe that would restrict a horse's ability to use its tail, but um, that's not really the case with our tail bag. No, and not. take some additional, you know, if you want to have a long tail, take some additional steps to uh, minimize the fly issue. Cleaning your pens more frequently, using a fly spray, using the misting system, which are all, you know, they all cost money mm -hmm. or take extra effort. Um, but so the maintenance of the tail is keeping them braided, conditioned, and in the tail bag and doing so frequently. You can't, in April, wash, braid, condition, and tail bag a tail and not look at it until August. Yeah. You cannot do that. That tail's going to grow, but where this tail bag attaches to the tail is going to be a knotted, snarled, gross mess, and you're going to have a ton of breakage and thinning out of the tail. Yeah. It has to be maintained. Um. And we recommend every seven to 10 days, which I know sounds tedious, but that's the price to pay for yeah. a good main and tail. We've made the product affordable. We've made it to where it's a, it's in a, a daily cost to the consumer of a dollar a day. It takes a little bit of sweat equity. Yeah. Big mains and tails are high maintenance. <laughs> they are, they, I'm, telling you from firsthand experience for the last however many years to have every horse on the place. We've got 15 head on the place and I think 13 of them drag the ground at least a foot. <laughs> they are high maintenance, but they're cool. Yeah. I mean, I love them. Like I, that's what we're doing it for is growing huge manes and tails. And the minute you show up to a roping or a, sh a show or a roadie, whatever you, your discipline does, like when you show up to a show and you have the best horse, best looking horse there, like, it's worth every, oh it's cool it's, it's worth fun. every minute I mean, of it yeah they're and it's not necessarily i've got the coolest horse here it's i want that horse to be as cool looking as it can regardless i don't care if i show up to a show and nobody says hey that's a good looking horse. yeah yeah i don't care that horse looks cool in my opinion yeah and i'm going to that show anyways you know what i mean i'm not yeah, going definitely. there for people to go and go over the horse i'm going to win <laughs> yeah i'm going for my own reasons and in my opinion that horse is the best looking one there. And if it's not, I 100% of the time, every time go up to a guy and say, Hey, you got the best looking horse. Here. That's the coolest horse on this place. Yeah. And that goes a long ways. Like 
that's an instant friend right there. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you're out to make friends, but like, <laughs> you want to make somebody day, go tell them they got a cool look. Yeah. And even if they're not like cool looking, but they perform outstanding, people like to know that. Yeah. Anyway, total sidebar. Um, but so, I wish we, I, I mean, I wish we could just say, just feed biomine and everything. And that's else. that. That's that. But it, I mean, that's just step one. And that's, I mean, nutrition is the most fundamental thing, but it, it really is kind of pointless to feed biomain unless you're going to take the steps necessary to care for the mane and tail properly. Yep. That's exactly right. Um, I feel like we covered the tail. Let's go to mane. Um, and Brady, there's a, there's a lot of people that say they don't like to braid the manes. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Here's why I braid the mane. The mane is so much more easily managed in our, in our weekly routine of washing it, conditioning it and brushing it especially brushing it when I have them braided. Some horses with shorter manes that I've had don't necessarily need their manes braided because they don't get knotted and snarled up mm -hmm. like the longer manes. But majority of the horses on the place have big manes. And so the longer the manes are, say that horse swishes its head mm -hmm. or shakes, you know, it rolls in the ground, shakes, those long manes are instantly in a ball. Yeah. Like they're, it's a mess. And that's when you start getting into damaging and damaging them when you're taking those knots and snarls out, brushing them. The key is prevent that from happening in the first place. And that's why I keep them braided. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, and conditioned. That conditioner keeps that hair moist it keeps it supple keeps it soft keeps it from drying out um i try and keep all mine under shade just because the sun does major damage I mean, look at what over over years of of sun damage on a car's paint yeah. if a car's paint that's sealed and coated can become faded and weathered from the sun think of what that does for living animals hair if you you just even us i mean yeah. even even the hair that you've got on your head if you are outside during all hours of the day with no hat on or no protection your scalp gets sunburned even through yeah. the hair that's terrible on the horse's skin not only that it's terrible on their coat there's a lot of fading um, that happens in because of the sun and the horse's coat and mane and tail anyways again sidebar but mane and tail uh, let's go back to Maine again. Maintenance. I keep them washed and braided every seven to ten days. That's just because if I go longer than that, they become harder to manage. <clears throat> if I wash, braid, brush, and braid my horse's manes and tails every seven to ten days, it takes me literally half the time as if I were to let it go two or three weeks. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's like after ten days, it's like that's when, for some reason, things start to kind of unravel. It's like... If, if you do it seven to 10 days, it's not a big deal to, to do it uh, when you do it. But um, anyways, if you let it go two weeks or, or longer, it, I mean, that's when it becomes a chore. You yeah. know, that's when it becomes well, something that you want to procrastinate. Well, think of it as like service in a car. If you mm -hmm. service your car every 3,000 miles, if you let it start going to 5,000 miles and you service it, you're going to have wear and tear in certain areas of the car that you wouldn't yeah. if you were to service it every 3,000. If you let it go for 6,000, when you take it in, it's going to cost you more money because you're going to have more damages. It's going to have more wear and tear on that engine, and it's going to reduce the life of that engine. Yeah. 
So same thing with the manes and tails. And it's going to take, you're going to end up keeping it at the shop longer because of the, mm-hmm. pro, the procrastinated problems that you cause. Yeah. Same thing with the manes and tails. If you keep them on a good schedule, I mean, there's a hundred different scenarios that we could make this sound like, but like if you keep them on a strict schedule every seven to 10 days, like Sundays are pretty chill days for us. Mm-hmm. And the kids love, especially in the warmer months, love being outside. And that for me is a big day for Mains and Tails because my little girl loves braiding. Mm-hmm. They love being around the horses. They love being able to spray something with the hose. Yeah, like if yeah. I can <laughs> tell them to point the hose instead of spraying each other, they can spray a horse. Like, great, <laughs> you know? And so, like, Sundays are a lot of times we wash Mains and Tails because we can all be out there as a family. I'm home from work anyways, and it works great. Yeah. Not telling you to do it on any specific day of the week, but but it's helpful to get in a routine and make a thing out of it because otherwise it does become a chore and it becomes something that you put off and just hate doing. Exactly, and it's the longer you procrastinate it, the longer it takes you to get through it. Yeah. Like it does. The the manes and tails are snarled and they're naughty, and they just there's a lot of damage that goes on if you leave them in for too long. Braids, if you leave braids in for too long, they do more damage than good. Yeah, they really do. Mm-hmm. So when we when we recommend braiding the manes and tails, it's under the condition that you're routinely maintaining them. Yeah, that's a really good every point. seven to ten days. The other uh, counterpoint, I guess, to the reasons why you wouldn't braid, you know, people say that um, it causes their horse to rub, and if they rub, they're going to rub out a big chunk at one time. If you follow the our tips for braiding, like. We don't need to go through them all right now. I mean, we'll have another podcast about it, but um, we have our how-to videos up there already. But if you follow our tips for braiding, like you're going to minimize that horse's desire or tendency to rub for sure. If your horse is rubbing every time you braid, you're doing it, it wrong. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. If you know if you're going to braid in the main, and every time you do that, that horse is rubbing, you're doing your braids wrong. And there's a few different ways of doing those wrong. The main one is doing them too tight. You're yeah. causing that hair to pull and be irritated and they're wanting to rub it out. Yeah. So cool. that's my main thing is nutrition, which you have covered with good feed and biomanic coin pellets and the maintenance. You have to maintain those manes and tails. And the best way to do that, in our opinion, is to follow biomains protocol on maintenance and their maintenance routines. Yeah. Yeah, and just go to biomain.com com slash blog or biomain.com slash how to and we have i mean any and everything that we've talked about hours here. of how-to videos on um how to to do all this stuff that we've talked about long mains and tails are high maintenance and they take time but they look cool and that's the toss-up if you want to have a horse with a huge mane and tail it's going to take a little extra effort it's going to take a little extra money uh, in buying the feed and keeping that tail tail bagged but it's a it's a small price for huge results really the other thing too when we we sell these on our site but most of them get distributed through our free starter kits but we also have our measuring kit which is simply just a little um, pamphlet with a little measuring log and a measuring tape um, and instructions on how to measure Um, the reason we provided that is because I mean studies show there's been some studies done by universities that um, horses across breeds um, this will vary by breed, but horses on average can grow only about a half to three quarters of an inch of mane and tail. Um, 
you know, on average on their own. And Biomain has been seen to significantly improve that, you know, up to four times. But the reason I bring that up is because um, if you feed Biomain for 30 days or 60 days or something and you don't see the drastic change uh, that you maybe were expecting yet, it, it can really help to use that measuring kit that we offer um, to basically uh, keep track of the growth because it's kind of like your own hair or... Um, well, think of it as like a you get a new puppy. Yeah. This is how I attribute it because we just had puppies not too long ago. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, that puppy is... Okay, so the puppy's born. All of a sudden, that puppy's four months old and you're like, you didn't necessarily see... Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Say that puppy's two months old, and in two months, that puppy's then four months old, even with your own kids. Yeah. Four months, six months goes by, and you look at a picture from Christmas, and now, like Harper, my little yeah. girl. I, we look at a picture from Christmas to her birthday in June in six mm -hmm. months, and like seeing her day to day, you don't see a very big exactly. change. Yeah, that's and then you look at pictures over Christmas, and you're like, holy cow, she's grown. You know, Or from yeah, the exactly. first day of school to the last day of school, those comparison pictures huge difference totally. that you just don't realize because you're seeing them on day to day that's the reason for including the measuring kit yeah you measure them on day one 30 60 90 measure them in 30 day increments and that's where you start seeing the results and take photos too. yeah if you're seeing your horse frequently it's hard to see a big change a lot of the i mean we get a lot of people that'll say after 30 days their horse had this drastic change you know but um a lot of the before and afters we share are you know maybe six months later or something where the the owner took a photo on day one of feeding biomain and then they took a photo after six months or so and they you know the difference is obviously a lot more noticeable but you know after those 30 days you know you may not realize that it's grown but maybe it's only grown by an inch or two yeah where without biomain that horse you know was only grown a quarter or half an inch or three quarters of an inch so anyways so kind of to wrap things up from what we've talked about Step one, so how to grow a longer mane and tail on your horse. Step one, nutrition. Step two, proper maintenance. Um, and those are basically the answers to that question. Yeah. And then to help you kind of realize if you're successfully growing longer mane and tail, like measure it, take mm -hmm. photos, um, keep a log and a history of it. Yeah, and for all the details on how we recommend to maintain, again, you can go to biomain.com slash blog or slash how to. Uh, for all of those tutorials. Yeah. So we hopefully have sufficiently answered how to grow a longer mane and tail on your horse. Um, if you have any questions, though, I mean, this stuff, there's a lot of intricacies. And I mean, it's not rock and si rocket science, but there's definitely some do's and don'ts about it. So we're always open to questions or... As specific um, cases for horses. We've yeah. Got, you know, specific cases that... Definitely every differ from from others. So. Every breed's different. Every just, horse is living in a different environment than others. So just hit us up. We're happy to answer any questions. Yeah. So thanks for joining the Bioman Scoop. Thanks.